Welcome to another episode of the Dave Stockbridge Podcast. Well, the sun is shining, the birds are singing. It's Dave from Real, and thanks so much for joining me on the podcast once again. Whether you're listening on SoundCloud, iTunes, perhaps you're watching the video here on LinkedIn or on Facebook, but either way you find us, I hope the information finds you well. Now, today I'm talking about the roller coaster. That has been 2019 and what it is that 2020 might bring. The last 12 months have been amongst the most challenging in real estate market conditions I have ever encountered. It truly has been a roller coaster. SA went from record high business and consumer confidence to record lows and all within just 18 months. We hit headwinds very early in 2019 as the Banking Royal Commission's findings landed on the minister's desk. And with an election looming, the Liberal government morphed from the bank's protectors to consumer advocates and the pushback from the big banks was really, it was a constriction in lending criteria that led to a slowdown in real estate transactional activity. The knee-jerk reaction of the big four banks was not to mend their wayward ways as much as it was to constrict lending almost on an arbitrarily basis, changing criteria in order to slow down the lending market and perhaps even strong-arm the nation collectively into accepting their unethical and immoral conduct as the cost of a robust banking sector. Then we entered the uncertainty of the pre-election period. Elections always have an impact on consumer activity, but nothing like the most recent federal election earlier this year uh, has ever occurred in my experience of over 23 years of selling real estate. Australians were presented with the most stark and dramatic contrast in property policy ever by the main parties. Labor and the mainstream media bullishly anticipated Labor victory and their policy around property and how people plan for retirement alarmed many and dented confidence to the extent that investor activity slowed dramatically in the lead up to the election and has not yet recovered. The post-election flurry of real estate activity that we experienced here was somewhat short of the wholesale revival of buyer interest enjoyed interstate as transactional activity in SA slowed to below GFC levels. While Sydney and Melbourne's real estate market gained momentum, SA stumbled on the back of the land tax debacle. In what was already a trying market, the Marshall Liberal government, with Rob Lucas at the helm of the Treasury, decided to make the most radical reforms to land tax since its inception as I've mentioned many times before, but it, it is worth repeating, certainty begets confidence and confidence begets positive action and positive action creates great market dynamics and economic benefits. There is a reason why capital growth in South Australia has stalled at less than 1%. Rob Lucas essentially took a sledgehammer to consumer confidence at a time when investor activity was already waning due to the lending restrictions imposed by the big four banks in the, in the wake of the Royal Commission and the uncertainty of Labor's policies ahead of the federal election. So if you're wondering why the Eastern Seaboard's market took off after the federal election whilst SA's economy stumbled, you can point the finger at the state Liberal government's ineptitude and their arrogant disregard for those stakeholders and constituents who elected them. As a result, SA is likely to see 2,000 less property transactions in 2019. Interestingly, less transactions in vibrant, con 
vibrant conditions would dramatically drive prices skyward, but the pool of buyers has evaporated correspondingly, so making for a pretty balanced marketplace, generally speaking, with, which reflects in SA's capital growth of 0.09%, which is essentially no tangible growth at all. So what to expect for 2020? I certainly don't see the extraordinary factors that contributed to a turbulent 2019 impacting on our market in 2020. There's no royal, royal commission, there are no elections, and the Marshall government has burnt through so much political capital with its base and supporters that I think it would be political suicide to announce any further anti-investor or anti-wealth accumulating policies in 2020. So some certainty can be expected. And what did I say above about certainty? Well, it begets confidence and, be and that begets positive action. Prices are as high as they have ever been, but interest rates are also likely to stay low for, well, some pundits are saying at least the next decade. So now really is the right time to borrow. I think 2020 will be the year SA needs to have, and that expectations of around 3% growth can be achieved if lenders ease their lending criteria just ever so slightly. Migration shows no signs of slowing under the coalition as Josh Frydenberg, our national treasurer, is very keen to keep Australian property prices high in order to underpin consumer confidence and spark growth more generally in our national economy. In summary, I'm expecting 2020 will be a year where only a remarkable event like, say, another GFC or a stock market crash or uh, a serious bank collapse is likely to quell conditions that are otherwise ripe for capital growth. Investor activity has slowed dramatically over the last year, but that won't stay that way for too much longer. If we start seeing investors return to the market in any significant numbers, then this will be the spark at the low end of our market we have been waiting for. So there you have it. They're my thoughts on the year that was and the year that's about to be. Just a, a little reminder for those people that uh, mightn't already be aware, uh, please come along to the Mawson Lakes Christmas Carols. This is presented by Frank Franz, uh, my my friend there at Real Mawson Lakes, um, he's been a, a wonderful supporter of this event, event for over a decade. He's real estate, uh, sorry, uh, he's uh, the most prolific real estate agent in Mawson Lakes. Nobody has sold more properties in Mawson Lakes than Frank Franz, and so uh, and he gives back to the community. And uh, Lions Club of Salisbury have been uh, organising this event. Brought it back a couple of years ago. I was proud to MC it last year, and I'm really happy to be back there and MCing again this year. So that's on the 14th of December. Uh, so come on out, enjoy a fantastic night. Um, we'll have a caroling right throughout the evening, Kid, kids entertainment. Last year we had over five and a half thousand people that came out to see Santa and of course at the end of the night, uh, the fireworks, which is a tremendous display. So um, we look forward to seeing you um, at the Christmas carols and the very next day, uh, we hope to also see you out at the Gov in support of Dino Jag's performance. It's a Santana tribute, a Santana and Doobie Brothers tribute, actually. And so if you do love Santana and you, uh, or you love the Do Doobie Brothers, it's a fantastic uh, show that's been put on uh, by Dino. And uh, we are giving away tickets right now on our Facebook page for that particular event. So if you do love Santana or you love Dino Jag, and why wouldn't you? 
and you'd just like a lovely afternoon out together, we've got two tickets that we're giving away there on our Facebook page. So please visit Dave Stockbridge's Real News on Facebook to ensure that you've got yourself a great chance to win and keep up to date because in the lead up to Christmas, we'll have another $100 a gift card giveaway to any of the businesses that we've collaborated with so far for our giveaways in 2019. And uh, so there's some tremendous local businesses that we do suggest you get behind, whether or not you win uh, the, uh, the $100 gift voucher, uh, because um, there's nothing better than keeping your money here in our local economy, uh, keeping jobs local and su supporting those uh, businesses that do so much to support our community. So I'm Dave from Real. Thanks so much again for joining me on the podcast and I look forward to bringing you more next time. Thanks for tuning in again to this episode of the Dave Stockbridge Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook or subscribe to us on iTunes and we look forward to bringing you more next week.